Rock and Roll 901 in Chicago. Hoodie's got the day off. Jared Payton is here with an awesome-looking Payton Chicago sweatshirt on. It's already 9 o'clock. Dude, it flies. What are we doing? It flies. We need more time. It flies. You have way too much fun doing this. It's the best. This is... This is... Look at the scenery. Oh, man. It's the best. Funny, my late mom, she's been gone December 21 of 2020, so a little over two years. Many, 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 many years ago, I'm doing morning sports for the late Bob Collins on WGN. And I get done, I call my mom. I call my mom after every show I did my entire career. So it's still weird to get in the car and I can't call her. My parents are both gone. And so... My mom's like, how was it? I'm like, I'm exhausted. Well, I was running the streets. And yeah, you were... I was at a different stage in my life. Yeah. And my mom said, you know what? Toughen up. She said, morning drive is where it's at. That's where the big names are. You got to work mornings. I'm like, I will never do mornings. Yeah. And then I get offered to do this. And I'm a totally different person. Yes. And my mom says to me, what I tell you? What I that tell you? That you would end up doing mornings. And now that this is the life I have chosen, unless there's a game on, I'm good about getting my sleep, getting my workouts every day. Dude, it's the greatest shift in the world. I know. That, Four that... o'clock, the alarm goes off. I got dogs in my bedroom all over the place. I get rub... Hey, there you go. See you guys. I woke up this morning. Get up, get my shower, coffee, in the car, downtown. I stayed down here at my buddy CJ's place. Thank mm-hmm. you, CJ. Appreciate it. And I, the alarm goes off at 5. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, holy cow. Yeah. I got home. I left WGN at 1130. Uh-huh. Dude, I was like, I'm on a totally different schedule than you right. are. You know, and it's just amazing. Do want to shout out Josh Fryman, Chris Bowden, and Caitlin Sharkey. I appreciate them. I work with them every single night. And people have not seen our show, GN Sports. You have to tune in seven days a week, 1030 on WGN. Um, It's different. Mm -hmm. And I woke up and yawned and I go, how does Cap do this? Every day. It's the best. And I don't drink coffee. I got to drink water in the morning to get me going. Mm Mm-hmm. Or maybe a, a diet soda. Yeah, that's one been one thing I've gotten out of my diet. Yeah, very soda. occasionally I'll have bourbon and a little diet coke. Okay, it's really good. Like next week we're doing the show from the Indianapolis Combine. Yeah, you're gonna be. You gotta go out a little bit. So I'm taking the guys to dinner Tuesday night at St. Elmo's. Have you ever been to St. Elmo's? Come on, Cap. Dude, it's the best. Cap. So they have a famous drink. They make their own bourbon, where, and they add this Coke Zero to it. It's, dude, it's so good. Like, Carm is a bourbon guru. Like, he Carm, just... Carm actually did uh, one, of the, uh, one of the whiskey things at, at my place, Flagship. There you go. Yeah. So Carm drinks it neat. He's not the Coke, bourbon and Coke. No, he's, he's kind of like, like the beer snobs. He's, he's, kinda, a, he's, a, he's a bourbon snob. Yeah. But he's good with the hacks like us. But this drink they have down there is famous. So I got the reservation, and Shay won't even remember this. I said six weeks ago, okay, we're going down there. I'm going to book us a table. He's like, already? I said, Shay, trust me, that restaurant will be booked. We won't get in. Dude, it's booked. 
I barely we got one of the last tables. Yeah, it's rough. We're going Tuesday it's night. It's hard that during that week because it's too, all NFL. Everybody people. is there. Yes, and when you go to St. Elmo's while you're there at the combine, you see everyone. Everyone. So we're going down there Tuesday after the show. We're going to go have these drinks. We're going to have the shrimp cocktail. Have you ever had the sauce? Dude, the sauce is you better. I like hot. I don't like hot. It blows your head it, off. Yes. You can put a little bit on there. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm so excited for you guys to do that. That's where you get an opportunity to sit down, have those conversations. Ryan with Poles people. is on the show with us. I mean, it's going to be awesome. Wednesday morning. A couple years ago, it was um, Cliff Kingsbury and Sean McVay. Mm-hmm. Went to the uh, the, the hotel, the, the Marriott that's out there. Yeah, it's right downtown. Yeah, and walked around there sitting down, and Cliff and I were teammates on on the uh, when I was on the Alouettes. Uh-huh. He got cut, though, so I got a chance to know him, and I'm sitting around. We're having conversation, having a couple drinks, uh-huh. getting a little intel. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right. I'm not going this year, though. Oh, we we'll invite you to dinner with us. I might just drive to Indy to have dinner with you. Come on down. That St. Elmo's a steak, too. Oh, my goodness. It is such a good place. So I heard a great story. So Sean Payton wins the Super Bowl. Yes. He goes to St. Elmo's, and he books the private little room that they have, like yeah. the chef's table. Yeah. And he takes his staff that's all there, and he said, this is the last night we celebrate the Super Bowl because now we're on the next season. And they're at the Combine. So they have dinner. And he's going to pick up the check, and it's going to be expensive, and he's got all these wines. And he said, hey, do you have this wine in the back? The guy goes, yeah, I have a Magnum. It's like $5,000, and I've only got one bottle left, and I'm sorry, but it's been reserved for tomorrow night. He's like, what do you mean reserved? He said, yeah, Jerry Jones called. He's got this table tomorrow night, and he reserved that bottle. And he's like, I want you to give me that bottle of wine, and you... Tell Jerry, sorry, that guy won the Super Bowl. He gets it. So, Sean, they kill the whole bottle. $5,000 bottle of wine. He gets a silver Sharpie, and he writes on it, make this his centerpiece. I want this on the table when he sits down, and it says, who that say they're going to beat them Saints, Super Bowl champs? Jerry. (laughs) Sean Payton. That is awesome. And they got history. Those two. Oh, he worked for them. I know. Those guys got history. So I know when he got that bottle, he was pretty upset. Yes. Goodness gracious. Pretty funny. It's so much. I So many good times. And I had a chance to talk with Sean while he was here over last summer and just have a conversation with him. He was a part of my Legends of the Big Game that I do every single year. Uh-huh. And man, just sitting down and talking football with him is phenomenal. Would you want to play for him? I think he's intense. He's really intense. That's why I think with, with Russell Wilson, things are going to change around that organization now and how he goes about his business. So, yeah, I probably would, especially in his offense, because of how he uses the running back. I would love that. Okay, so tell the story. Reportedly, so your dad trained like a beast. Monster. Monster. And so somebody on that team said they're all lifting – no, Walter. He's not in there. He's doing whatever he's doing. And one of the veterans go, how come you're not lifting with us? Come on. You need to lift weights. And they said, all you have to do is look at him and know he, he trains on his own yeah, he with the hill and everything yeah. else. And they said he walked in and he put all this weight on a bar. He picked it up. He pressed it over his head. He dropped. He goes, don't ever, ever 
question my workouts again yeah. and walked out. That's like, you got it. Intense. Like, super intense about everything. Was like, he like that for, with you? Um, a little bit. You know when I saw it the mo- We got three minutes. You know when I saw the, like, when it really came out? Was, it was in the 90s, at my house, doorbell rings, dad whistles, tells me to go upstairs. So I go upstairs to open up the door. He's like, go get the door. So I open up, silhouette, I can only see that there's big, tall dude, two big dudes, and, and a small white guy in the back. And I'm like, I can see that guy. I can see him. Open up the door, and it's MJ standing there. Oh, God. Trench coat on, looking super fresh, head sleep. Got out of a geo tracker. Not a, not a, it, yes. Remember the old geo trackers? They were little. I know. I don't know how he got out of that. Comes in, he's like sitting there looking like, yo, is your dad here? And I was like, my dad doesn't let strangers in the house. So, you know, you know, he's like, oh, let, let, let me in, man. Let me in. My dad comes, throws me to the side, forearm shiver. MJ, sweetness, what's up? I'm like, dude, these are the two goats, my two favorite goats sitting here grazing in my front foyer i'm like this is amazing he's like walt what should i do with my coat he's like hand it to jp so he hands me the coat i get all the coats i put them on our washer and dryer they go downstairs i see we have an atrium with glass all around and i can see my dad shuffling cards so i hear the whistle again i run downstairs i'm like dad what do you need he's like i don't need anything mike needs you i was like mike what do you need like you thirsty i think we got a gatorade outside with your face on it and he was like, nah, little man, I need you to go upstairs and get the money that's in my pocket. So I go, got you. I run upstairs, get the money. He's I, Most money I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life rolled up in rubber bands. I bring it down to him, put it onto the bar. He hands me five bucks. I'm like, thanks, Mike. About two hours later, hear the whistle again. Pops has got a bunch of money in his hand. He's counting it, and Jordan's just not happy at all. He's looking at me. My dad hands me a $100 bill. He's like, I'm like, what's this for? So I just took all of Mike's money. Tell him thank you. I was like, thanks, Mike. And I ran upstairs. Those two battled, Cap, in my basement playing pickup sticks to pool till three in the morning. And now I understand because when you get two people like that in a room, nobody wants to lose. And both being the competitors that they were, right. Mike was trying to win his money back. I know what he was trying to do. Let's keep going. He's going to keep, let's keep going. Let's, go, let's keep this thing rolling. And I remember asking my dad the next morning, why? And he said, when you t- get two people like us in a room, no one wants to lose. Fast forward, dad takes me to a Bulls game. We go see Mike at the end of the game. And I'm watching all these dudes walk past me, pipping all these guys, wearing their suits and ties and all looking fresh. And Jordan comes out with a cutoff sh- T-shirt on, shorts, and a new pair of J's. Talks to my dad for about 10 minutes and is like, I got to go hit the weight room. And that's when it hit me. How the great ones are the great ones. Right. Game over. He's Game going to over. Work. He's going to work. He's not he's not going out and spending the money. He wasn't he wasn't happy with the 30 points, eight boards, five assists that he had, whatever he had. He was that he wanted to be the best. And that's where it hit me. Like the dudes that want to be the best, There's their mindset reason. their mindset is totally different. They're wired different. And that's why when guys like him don't want to give up and, and walk away from the game, it's hard for him. I understand that now. Of like what Brady went through, I get it. My dad was like that too, but he just he just didn't want to play for another team. He didn't want to wear another jersey. There was probably opportunities for him to do it. Yep, 
He didn't want to. Yeah, it's funny you said that because we- I think it was Wes Welker was on NFL Network, and he said, we win, we go to the parade. He goes to the next day's locker clean-out in New England. I go clean my locker out, and I hear this music coming out of the weight room. I'm like, who the hell? He goes, I walk in there, and there's Tom Brady and Alex Guerrero, his trainer. He's soaked in sweat. And I'm like, bro, we just won the Super Bowl two days ago. He goes, that was two days ago. This is what I'm into. I want next year's. I'm trying to party. Dad. Yeah, I'm trying to party and hang out as much. I'm trying to be Matt Nagy, okay? Yeah. I'm trying to live that life. Those guys were wired different, man. That's God why it's hard to be great. It's hard to be great. Hard to be great. All right, 312-332-3776. Jared Payton's in for Hoodie. We're talking football with you next. Kevin Jay Hood are back. And you know this, man. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. I love this, man. Jared Payton's in for my guy, Hoodie, who'll be back tomorrow. Enjoy your day, my man. Hoodie got back late, 4 o'clock, 4.30, doing a game, so he'll be here tomorrow. 312-332-3776. We're talking football. You're telling stories. Coolest person that ever came to your house when your dad was here. And not Michael. Not Michael. Oh man, cool. I don't. I can't say we had anybody anywhere close to that. Like you know, eighty-five guys came mm-hmm. to the house. You mm-hmm. know, Jimmy Mack. Coolest phone call uh-huh. that I ever picked up. Uh-huh. Mike Tyson called your dad Eight from jail. Yes, this call is from a. a Yes. An inmate at inmate, the blah, yeah. blah, blah. And I'm looking like, and I ran into his office. I'm like, yo, pick up the phone. He knew Mike was calling him. Him and Mike were cool. There's actually, if you Google Mike Tyson and Walter Payton, there's like a cool picture. They were at a Bulls game together. There's a story behind that. Uh-huh. Don't know if it's... Uh, like appropriate on air, I might tell you off the air, and then, and we'll, then we'll, de- determine. We'll, we'll, de- we'll determine. Oh, here it is. Yeah, you see that? And then Walter Payton and Mike Tyson at a Bulls game. Yeah, yes. right. Don King is in and one Don of the pictures, right? Yes. They went out to dinner. That there's a story about them all going out to well, dinner. Lino's with- Ristorante. Yes, which was on Ontario, yes. crossing the old Zitkas <laughs> or Magnums. And Mike was and MJ was with them. December 1988, Lino's Ristorante menu signed by Michael Jordan, Mike Tyson, Walter Payton, Don King, and Richard Dent. Yes. Wow. Can you imagine what was going on at that table? Oh, my God. Dude, that is legendary. Legendary. Like, so, yeah, when I picked up the phone and heard that it was Mike Tyson, I literally lost it. I can't remember whenever he was whenever he's incarcerated. That's when he called my pops to talk. Wow, yeah, that's when I knew I was like, dude, my dad is somebody, man. This is this is kind of cool, dude. Your dad was he was that dude. He was that dude. But you know what I love about it is that the city of Chicago still embraces him 
and and Bears fans still love him. They come up to me, they talk about him, they cry about him. That's a, it's amazing to me because, Cap, you know, no matter if you're playing sports or whatever you're doing, you're always trying to leave an impact. What's going to be your legacy when you leave? Mm-hmm. Like, look at look at you, man. I don't mean to keep going back, but I, in this business, you're you're who I always strive to be. Like, I didn't know if I could do. The time you put a lot of time into what you've done over the years, being in this business, being on TV, it is rough. To, long to, grind, to, long grind to be to do it, and then also to have your family life as well and have kids. It's tough. But look where you are, dude. I never thought I'd be where I'm at right now. Look how you've achieved, dude. I, I, I I'm very, very grateful for the platform because the door can only be opened for you. You yeah. have to kick it in. And shouts out to Dan Rohn, too. Dan Rohn. Because he is the one that I got a chance, him, Rich King, I got a chance to learn from two goats that I was that I was watching growing up. And look what you're doing. Dude, I, you're killing I, it. I cannot believe it. And I'm here with you. Dude, ESPN you Radio. 1,000 here in Chicago. Shouts out to uh, Carmen Sylvie, too. Because back in the day, they're the ones that got I got my radio fix mm-hmm. from them upstairs back in the old days. They, they, used to, they used to bring me on, and that's how I fell in love with radio. How about that? Right? Yeah. Man. These guys are awesome. Uh, all right, 312-332-3776. Go to Brandon in Mount Greenwood. Hey, Brandon, what's up, Sparkles? Hey, how's it going, guys? How are uh, you? Cap, love the show. Uh, I'm a long-time listener, long-time caller. Jared, so great to have you here today, man. I, I always listen every morning, and I love hoodie, but to hear your name that you were going to be there today, this has been a, a pretty great couple hours for me so far today. Appreciate um, you. Appreciate that, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, I just want to start off uh, a little quick story. Uh, so obviously, you know, when I was growing up, um, I want to say about the age of six or seven, uh, my father was beyond um, a huge Walter fan, even more than he is a Bears fan. Um, he actually had the 85 season recorded. And he would play that repeatedly, over and over. Almost every almost every Sunday before the Bears game, we'd watch a couple of the other games. And um, it was almost my first insight on football. Um, I was born in 92, so unfortunately I didn't get to see all of the stuff live. Um, but I, I did grow up watching all that, hearing all the stories. And um, I had a uh, who's your most valuable person um, in your life, your idol uh, type of project when I was 10 years old in school. And um, based on what my father had impacted from the knowledge of your father, I actually did my report on Walter Payton, even though I'd never even seen the man play a live play. <laughs> but that's just the type of person that he was on and off the football field. Is just That's just something that, that'll never be done again, I don't think. Um, he was definitely one of a kind person. And um, just it's just incredible. I mean, even to this day, every time your father's face hits the TV, my, my dad's in tears. <laughs> and it's just like uh, it's just one of those things that just gives you goosebumps every time it happens. You know, um, he's just he's, he was such an inf- impactful player, um, heart of gold. And uh, it's great to see uh, what you're doing, Jared. You're, you're handing back to everybody. And uh, I also want to say one thing uh, based on what you said about Aaron Rodgers. Now I dislike him even more. And I didn't think that was possible. <laughs> Appreciate you, Brandon. Thanks, Thank you, man. man. Thanks for the call. Yep. Uh, uh, thanks a lot. Three, one, two. I can't get rid of him. There hey, we go. Yeah, uh, Joey G, our guy. Joey, good morning. Yes, good morning. Jared, good morning. Good morning. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing all right. All right, let's start number one. Cap, 
your new nickname for me is the hammer. The hammer. The hammer, because of the way you interview and you want to get the answers out of those people. You, you hammer them. Hammer them. Hammer them. Jared. Yes. You got gorillas in your bar, the bear bar. Yes. Okay, I just want to make sure. Because the second point would be uh, Seth Rollins' song, Burn It Down. <laughs> wow. The Wisconsin uh, uh, I, I know. The Supper Club. The Supper Club. Dukes. Whatever yeah. it's called, yeah. who cares? Yeah, I know. But uh, There should be a marquee in downtown Chicago of your dad and MJ. Mm. I'm 62 years old, and I'll never forget the both of them. Dude. Number three, Father Nick. You remember Father Nick? Yeah. Who? Okay, Father Nick was our pastor at our church, and a, a, a longtime friend, my sister. I just wanted to say that to you because uh, of your dad. And Mike Dick, uh, she was able to come a couple times uh, into the locker room for prayer. Uh, there, you go. there you go. Joey. So, anyways, Tap, I love you. I know I'm under the clock. Jared, Danny Zellerman, pay attention. Triple Crown Morning. Ooh. Tap, Hoodie, Peyton. Ooh. Joey, have a, gr- have a great day, Ooh, man. Firing shots at Danny Z up there, huh? How about that? Hey. Cap. That <laughs> shot or no shot. <laughs> Take that. Take that. Uh, Adam Schefter just tweeted this. What? The room, because there's multiple rooms at the darkness retreat. Oh, we're going back to A-Rod? The room in which Aaron Rodgers spent his time in is a partially underground, hobbit-like structure with 300 square feet of space, devoid of any light, with a queen bed, a bathroom, and a meditation-like mat on the floor. No. Nah. I'm good. There is there's no, zero no, chance. There's no way, not, especially when you're a when you're a millionaire. You're used to living comfortably, and then you got to be in darkness. It's just not me. Was he taking those mushrooms too, though? You think, or that, or that ayahuasca? I say ayahuasca, whatever it is. Yeah. I, I don't know. Wow, that dude. Can I? He's I, weird. I don't want to hear about Aaron Rodgers again until he picks where he's playing football. I think I'm at that point. But the fact, though, Shay, is that he keeps holding that Green Bay organization like hostage. Well, he's every holding single all year. He's the Listen, carrot in front of the on the stick, and just make the decision. I want to eat the carrot. The one thing that he needed to understand, and I've been saying this: if you're listening, Aaron Rodgers, which we you probably are, this is our time here in Chicago. We have the number one overall pick. Yes. You're not stealing the shine from us. Now, you're not taking over the offseason. It's us. Correct. Bears. Correct. Stop with all this stuff. You're trying to do all this stuff, be on McAfee's show to try to get the shine. It's our turn. You're on your way out, bud. Love you to death. I feel like he has one more year where they're going to be okay. And then, like, 24. But the, the Jordan look out. loves stuff. It's us. But they're already talking about, and if you're believing that, they believe that they want to move on from him to, to. Wow, you can't be the old guy in the locker room and not be welcoming and forthcoming to the younger guys that are coming into that roster. You can't agree. You, you, if you want to be successful, if you just want to win MVPs and that's all that you want to do, that's fine. But if you want to win a championship, which it doesn't sound like from his comments. 
He's all talking about winning MVPs. Yeah, That's see, not, I didn't take it that you way. You didn't take it that way? I did not. I'm going to pull that comment up. Okay. And when we come back, we can talk about it. Uh, 312-332-3776. It's Jared Payton in for my guy Hoodie. We're talking football and more with you next. Here's today's headlines Headlines. with Captain Jay Hood. All right, time for headlines here on the Cap Jay Hood Show. Jared Payton is in for Hoodie. He'll be back tomorrow. Blackhawks made a big trade last night. No, Patrick Kane is still here. But they did acquire Nikita Zaitsev, a defenseman from Ottawa, to take his big contract and put it on their books. They were gifted a second-round pick this year, a fourth-round pick in 2026 for future considerations. They basically bought draft capital. Good to see. They also won last night, came from 3-0 down in Dallas. Patrick Kane continued his trade deadline audition with two goals and assists. Hawks have won four straight games. Kane has seven goals, ten points in the win streak. According to Scott Berman, the owner of Sky Cave Retreats in Oregon, Aaron Rodgers lasted two days in the darkness, exited his dark room and the facility yesterday. And Alabama basketball star Brandon Miller was cleared to play yesterday, a day after police testified. He provided the weapon used in a shooting. He said he was unaware it was in a laundry basket that he was bringing to a friend's house. He scored 41 points, including an overtime winner last night. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. Cap and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. You know how many tweets I've got on here, Jared Payton? So, Robbie Sokolowski, I named my daughter Peyton after your dad. I saw that one. Uh, Vicky McHenry, who listens every day. She's awesome. Hi, Vicky. What a treat having at Peyton's son in today, and that is your Twitter, Peyton, P-A-Y-T-O-N-S-U-N. Yes, sir. I had the privilege of meeting Walter several times, mostly running into him at Dominic's. Name my son Peyton after him. I cried when he passed. I call him, but I couldn't get through without tearing up. Oh, man. Vic, I love you. Dude, how cool is that? It's, I just got chills. It's, it's amazing, man. Like, I'm super proud of my pops um, for what he did on the football field, but I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm more impressed with the man that he was. He was amazing. And that's what he gave people time, and I think that's the one thing that I've always seen, and I'm always going to give people time. And just kind of hear their stories, man. Everybody's got a, a Peyton story, a Walter story, and it's crazy. I remember, I'll never forget down State Street a little bit, a couple years. It was, I would say, about 10 years ago. My mom, I was walking with my mom, and these ladies saw my mom on the street and literally stopped, and tears were rolling out of their eyes. Like, they freaked out. They were just like, That's love you, your husband. I was just like, this is crazy. Like, mom, they know you. They know us, and the city has always been there for us. My sister, myself, and now I got you know two kids, and it's just amazing. That's why it's it's hard. I, I don't think I could ever leave the city of Chicago, man. It's the best. It's the best. It's the best. For the flaws we have, it is an amazing place. It is. Love we, it. We just got to get better with all of our sports teams, though. So what do you think of the Bears moving to Arlington Heights? Because it's going to happen. I don't think I've ever said this on the air. Like, I don't think I've said it even on TV. Mm-hmm. I'm all for it, man. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Hoodie and I were talking, and, and he said, so I decide I'm going to go to the game with my wife. I get in the car. 
in their heated garage. He said, it could be 40 below outside. I could actually leave my coat at home, drive to the indoor parking at the new Bears Stadium in Arlington Heights, get out. Hey, hon, I want to run in here and buy a new 34 jersey. Yeah. I'm going to stop at the sports book. I want to bet the game today, and then I'll meet you there, and let's go eat, and then go to the game, and it's indoors. Cap, don't we want this organization to take it to the next level. Yes. This is the way to do that. Yeah, agree. You you want to you want to be able to compete with all the other big time franchises. This is it. You you not only do you give your fans that experience mm-hmm. to be able to watch games, also too you build your own Bears like city. We're talking about Peyton's Hill, Nickel Knoll, which is known now is right down the street. How cool is that? Where I was born and where my dad's first house in Arlington Heights is right down the street. I went to school at St. Vitor High School, which is right down the street. I got ties to Arlington Heights. That whole area. The whole area. Like, to me, it just makes sense. Does your mom still have the house? No. Mom sold does it. not have the house sold anymore. It. Yeah, she sold it. And that was on Peyton Run? It was, Run. It, was, it was 34 Mud Hank Road. Mud Hank. But yeah. they didn't name it? Like nah, they just... It, my dad had some stuff. People were always stealing our, 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 our mailboxes. My dad couldn't put anything out. He had a sign with like gold. It was like the Peyton's. People would steal that every time he would get it. So then he ended up putting our mailbox in like st- in stone so people couldn't come steal. But it was so cool to pe- see people drive up. Well, what's up, man? Like the coolest stories that I've ever heard of people, especially the day that he passed, how many people were outside of our house. Wow. Just sitting out, standing out there. And the love of walking out there and getting hugs from from Bears fans. I mean, it's different for me. It really is. I know everybody talks about it, and they love the Bears. It's, it's a different feeling for me because of the love that not only that I've gotten from the from the organization, but the fan base. But the fan base. I'm a huge. I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge. I'm a huge George fan too. George is a really good man. George is an amazing man. If you don't, if you have never had a chance to be able to meet him, then you don't know that. You only see from the outside looking in. Um, but George is an amazing man. He is like, and that's why I want the Bears to win so bad is because he I, he deserves it. He takes a lot. He takes a lot of flack. And, and listen, he he gets that. He understands when you don't when you win, don't win, you're going, you're going to, to, and that's part of the deal. It's part of the deal. So that's why uh, another reason why I want to win so bad, and also too at the Bears 100, sitting down and talking to Virginia McCaskey and what it would mean to her. She said to hoist another trophy before, like in her lifetime, she started crying. Be amazing. I was like, dude, we got to get this done. Like we we got to man. I'm I'm tired of this. I've I've been in this business and talking to Dan Rohn. He talks about how what it was like in '85. It was insane. It was insane, insane. And I know they had. And I was like, so what was it like? You know, for he said the Jordan era with the three peats was yep. amazing too. He said, but it was different. And there's something different about '85 with that whole entire team. The only two things I've ever the Jordan thing was amazing. I know it was amazing. The 2016 Cubs, after 108 years of insanity, and the 85 Bears. Those are the only two things I could ever remember being comparable with the 85 Bears because it's the Bears Yeah, being a little bit ahead. It's crazy, man. Crazy. Can you imagine if they won now? Oh. Dude, they were – think about 18. Go back to 2018. 
<laughs> you remember how crazy it was going to the playoffs? This town lost their mind. I will never forget standing there, Cody Parkey's lining up to kick the field goal. And I just know he's going to make it. Yeah. What just happened? What? I was in the press box. I was videotaping. I got on videotape because I was like, what? And I didn't see it double doink. And I was like, get out of here. Called home. My son is crying his eyes out. And that was that first moment as a as a parent to see your son and our kid just like love a team and then go. But now he's kind of like Sylvie's kids. He's he's got the Mahomes jerseys. He's got the you know he's got all he's got all the, all the other good quarterbacks and all that stuff. I want he's got he's not got a number one, but we we got to make that stick. My son has a number one, but I told the story. It was a beautiful summer day. I pull into I live in the same development as Sylvie. Yeah. And I'm coming around the corner, and I stop. There's a little, it's called Kids, now it's called Acorn Park. It was Kids Corner Park. And there's Mason, and there's Braxton. Yeah. And Sylvie, tell me if I'm wrong. Mason would be the kid calling the game. Like, he's polished. Braxton would be, like, the fullback who yes. you want on fourth and short, and yes. he's going to get the yard. He's that Masui for you. Yes. Yeah. And Braxton comes running up to my truck sees me, hey, Cap, and jumps up on the side of my truck. I have the window down. He's hanging on the like the door frame. Yeah. Go Packers! <laughs> I'm like, go Packers? What? Yes. Go Packers, Cap! Oh, my God. Goodness. Yes. They wear Mahomes jerseys. I think one of them has a Justin Herbert. I get it. I get it. And that's because they all play fantasy football now. Correct. Man, this morning I was really trying hard. Oh, I should, should say last night. Man, I was, I was trying. I was like, man, I was going to surprise you. I was trying to get Justin on this morning. Oh, dude. I know. What didn't did he say? Work, didn't work out. He didn't get back to it? It just, yeah, it just, I, the channels I was going through just didn't work out. But you, hey. You want to sell? Nah, no, nah, I'm cool. I'm cool. I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't I didn't, have it either. You don't? <laughs> oh, you, I, I try to play it off like I was cool. Eventually, man, eventually. That would be my goal. I would love to have that conversation with him, to sit down with him week to week and have that conversation right. about football, mm-hmm. right? Totally agree. Yeah, we got to make that happen. Totally agree. Uh, 312-332-3776. Real quick, Matt is in London. Hey, Matt, what's going on over at Jolly Old London, England? (laughs) How you doing, guys? You all right? Yeah, we're good, man. Uh, Yeah, uh, I'll just uh, add a quick quick story, really, because basically, um, um, you know, I found the NFL in 1983 and I'm in school right and I see this guy Walter Payton and I'm like who is this guy you can't take him down he's got ridiculous stiff arm like you know and a lot of the kids didn't know the rules and stuff you know so we were still learning and I managed to get a Walter Payton jersey I don't think it's a real one off of the, the, the local market and basically I wore it to school and I wouldn't take it off and I got suspended for it <laughs> because basically I, I wouldn't take it off in school. But your dad you know, meant the world to me and also to a lot of the bears in the UK, you know, and it's basically uh, a testament and he's such a legend. He, not just in Chicago in the, in the, in, and also in the US, also 
in London, and he's a reason that so many people in the UK support the Bears. And I love him, and I love you, and I love yeah. this station, and I love Chicago. Big up to my homie Dave Mays, by the way, and Erica to Chicago's finest DJs. Peace, I'm Matt. Matt, you're the best. Matt, I, I God got, bless. You're the man. I got tears in my eyes right now. How about that? Goodness gracious. So that guy in London, England is repping a Walter Payton jersey. Suspended from school. Thanks a lot, Deb. You got him suspended from school. I always say my mom and dad loved their morning coffee. Mm-hmm. Loved it. A little piece of coffee cake. Yeah. And they're sitting there and they always watch, in my mind, they watch the show. Hoodie's parents are gone. They watch it. Your dad is listening all, and watching all, right now. All the time. I've been catching, looking at the clock. It's been 34 a bunch of times. That's him just saying he's around. I'm watching. I'm watching. I see what you're doing. Yep. Let's go, man. Keep, keep working hard. Keep working hard. That's it. Yeah. That's all you would do. God bless. All right. The Cap and J Hood Chicago Cut Steakhouse. Awesome place. Cut of the day is next. Welcome back to Cap and J Hood Experience. Weekdays from 7 to 10 on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. I just got an update from my daughter-in-law. If you missed the start of the show, we're just literally starting the show, and I get a text from my wife. Yeah, Nick is having appendicitis. He's having surgery. He lives in Seattle now. He just moved in December. What's the update? My daughter-in-law. Nick is sleeping now, waiting for the surgeon. He's a trooper. So his surgery is supposed to start in about 15 minutes. All right, that's good news. So he's going to be taken care of. God bless, jeez. Yeah, I didn't know what like, was going like to happen. We're, we're battling here. Uh, the Bears, this. The Bears. Hang on a second. Oh my God, my son's in, going into surgery. surgery. What? So we're good. We're good. So hopefully everything goes well. Uh, it's time for the cap of Jay Hood, Chicago Cut Steakhouse Cut of the Day. Yo. Yes, it's boring, but it's a sport. Oh, whatever. It's not boring. Okay, then you're boring. All right, cut! All right, you've been hanging out with a girl for a couple months. Things aren't super serious yet. You're both just having fun and getting to know each other. She asks if you do her a favor. She wants you to help her move out of her ex-boyfriend's house. You find out you that you met her while they were dating. They've since broken up, but she lives there, and she needs your help getting her stuff out. Is this a red flag for you? She wants you to help her move out of her ex-boyfriend. Yes. Correct. How long have I been with her? Uh, a couple months. You've been seeing her for a couple months, just hanging out, getting and to know each other. where has she been sleeping every night? Or at your house with the key you gave yeah. her. Yeah. Either you or right. Jay. Right. Yeah, Thank Jay. you, Jay Moore. Yeah. Jay, I'm, I'm either coming with a tight t-shirt on or, you know... I'm I'm walking in. I'm doing push-ups before I walk in, right. just so we can see he's like what he's yeah, what he's <laughs> what he's losing his girl to. Love that, absolutely love that. Brought to you by Chicago Cut Steakhouse. I would tell you today to try the single best appetizer in the history of Chicago restaurants. It is the lobster escargot. It's insane. Trust me, it's insane. And when the weather turns, sit es- on the patio. It's not escargot? anything better. All right, I'll trust you, Cap. I'll try it out. But it's incredible. It's lobster. It's incredible. Okay, you like lobster? I love lobster. You would love this. Thing. All right, it's very decadent. You paying? I'll pay. Hundred percent. Let's do this. You man. drive down next week. I'll take care of your dinner. I'm taking the guys out at St. Elmo's. 
I, that's where I should be meeting you. You should. Goodness, man. Hundred per. It's almost cent. ten o'clock. It fly. What are we? We can't extend this a little bit. Nope. Do you have to work tonight? Yes, I do. Okay, so where can people watch you on TV? WGN every single day at 4 and 9 and at 10.30. Our show, GN Sports, is from 10.30 to 11 every single night. Seven nights a week. Seven nights a week. And you Chris do, Bowden, five of them? I do five. I do Sunday through Thursday. Mm-hmm. Caitlin Sharkey and I, Chris and I, Chris Bowden and I start out Sundays. Caitlin Sharkey and I do Monday, Tuesdays. And then also as well, uh, Josh Ryman and I do Wednesday, Thursday. There you go. And then they, they handle the weekends, uh, Friday, Saturday. So Nice. If anybody loves what they hear here, come tonight, 1030 GN Sports. There you go. So there you go, people over Love at it, GN. Man. Shouts out to Dom, my boss. Appreciate you for letting me do this. Yep. And also my man Joel and Rick and Ernest who are in sports department with us, our producers, they keep that show going and we appreciate them. A hundred percent. So it's Cap. been a lot of fun, man. With Cap, you. A lot come of on, fun. man. It was like bringing back some old memories. That's awesome. why I like this show, though. I'm like, you and Hoodie, I love you guys' show because it is. It's early in the morning and it's not all about the sports. We have fun. You guys have fun, man. And that's that that that's right. That's my vibe. That's that's what I'm about. Thank you for saying that because there, I, I can't be the guy that, hey, the Cubs play the Reds. Let's get a Reds beat writer on. Who cares? Hey, let's talk about the swing tackle of the Lions. Who cares? cares. Yeah. People want to get in their car. They want to have some laughs, get some info, and just I got to get to work. I got to do yeah, my job. God. I know that we play at Disneyland. So I want to try and impart that to the people that are kind enough to bless us with their time. Yeah. Let's just have some fun. I've been waiting on this since we were down the street. Yeah. I've always wanted to do a show with you. Dude, a lot of fun, man. always wanted to. So when the opportunity came, I was like, who cares about sleep? Danny texted me, hey, what do you think about working with Jared Pam? like, in. (laughs) The best. Danny texted me, too. I was like, yeah, I'm going to make it work. I got to do this, man. Got to do this. But... It's um, it's been cool, man. It's it's been a experience for me because I've been on the tube for so long that I haven't done radio. So getting an opportunity to to kind of dress the way I want to dress, no makeup on, uh-huh. it's a little bit. That's different. one thing I love that I don't have to put makeup on ever, dude. I I did it for so long. Yeah, I know it messes up a lot of your shirts too, God. man. The you collars, know, the collar. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah, come on. Yep. yep. What are we gonna do? What else we got? We are going to crosstalk with Christopher Black. Seriously? And Adam Abdallah. Dude, I got history with them, too. Yes, you do. Oh, my gosh. So we're going to talk with them. They are going to take over. They're in for Greeny today. Carmen Yurk are at noon to 2. Waddle and Sylvie, 2 to 6. Tyler Aki, 6 to 8. And, of course, any guest you hear during the day is on the Car X Tire and Auto Hotline. 312-332-3776. We'll take a quick time out. We come back. We'll welcome in Black and Abdallah for Crosstalk on ESPN 1000.
Chicago.